Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of The Working Therapist. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and today we have Tamara O'Neill, who's with us today, and she is going to enlighten and share with us all about adaptive rock climbing. She's involved with the Triangle Climbing Club here in Fayetteville. We're going to talk about that, but we're also going to talk about just overall climbing, adaptive climbing, and how this activity can be great for your kiddos in therapy, because I feel like one of our challenges, I think, as therapists and people who work with anybody who has some special needs in any way, is to always make sure that whatever you're doing with the child, is functional and that there's a purpose to what you're doing. Otherwise, why are we doing it? So I love this whole rock climbing idea because it's a functional, real life, cool, fun activity. So Tamara, why don't you introduce yourself first and then okay. tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do, how you got involved in this activity and all that. Okay. Kind of stuff. Well, my name's Tamara O'Neill. I'm the club director at Triangle Rock Club in Fayetteville. I started climbing about nine years ago with my son when it's actually where Triangle is located now, but it was a different gym. And it was an activity for my son and I to do together. And cool. so we climbed for a few years and he was competing and we left the sport for a while. We just got back into it and Triangle Rock Club opened up here in Fayetteville and I um, started working for them. So we started so, climbing again. Really? So I just did a grip strength workout yesterday mm-hmm. and I've not been able to hold a pen like decent in two days. And I've also scared of heights. You go as high as you want. Really? And we t- every time you go up, try to go one hold higher. Really? That's all we ask. Don't go to the top. Just go one hold higher. I see. I get And that. you'll get comfortable. So every day we just how to do one percent better yes. than you did before and yes. the end of the year they're 365 percent better correct and every day you're on the wall your grip strength will get better that's very cool so triangle climbing club if somebody was to walk in off the street somebody who doesn't know anything about this so much what would i see in a rock climbing gym well our gym is a little small but we have eight thousand square feet of actual climbing hmm. so when you walk in you'll see the bouldering area which is your free climbing so no harnesses ropes or belayers it's just the climber the rocks the wall is that like the most dangerous area? Not dangerous. It's not dangerous. It's just, well, everybody falls. It's climbing. So you you will fall, but there's a 14 inches oh. of padded seamless bouldering floor. So if you fall on it. You're falling on a huge mat. Gotcha. Yeah. So you'd be fine. And that's yeah. about 12 to 15 feet. A lot of people like that because they are not in a harness. Oh. And they like the freedom of not having that around them. Teach you to hold on. It will teach you to hold on. <laughs> yes. And that bouldering is better for your strength. Top roping is where you do need the harness, the rope, and the belayer. And they're all connected, all three of you. Climber rope and belayer. Those, once you put the harness on, the climber gets tied in to the rope. They climb up. The belayer will take the slack out of the rope. So if the climber falls, they don't fall down to the ground. They kind of stay where they are. And then the belayer will lower them when they're ready. Got it. And so the belayer is a person? It is. Okay. <laughs> but we do have four auto belays in our gym. So if you walk in off the street not knowing uh-huh. anything, uh-huh. we can show you how to put it on the harness. We'll show you how to clip into the auto belay. So it's a self-locking carabiner. And the, you can go all the way to the top. So you can top rope not knowing how to do it anything the first time in the gym. So when you say top rope, you mean like get to the top of the wall? Top roping is just, there's two types of climbing. There's okay. top roping and there's bouldering. Okay. Bouldering is the free climbing with no harnesses and ropes. Top roping is when you need the belayer, the rope, and the harness. When you see people outside on those big walls climbing oh, outside yeah. and you see them with their ropes and they're clipping and all that. Okay, okay. gotcha. That's top roping. Yes. Sport climbing, lead climbing, trad climbing. They, there's a couple different names. So people can go into gyms and so if I'm out there and I'm thinking, hey, you know, this might be a good activity for me and my kids and child with special needs or without special needs. Just that's kind of what I would see walking into a rock climbing gym. Yes. 
so adaptive climbing, how is mm -hmm. that different than just regular, hey, I'm going to go here and I want to pick up the hobby of rock climbing? How is that different? For the adaptive, we have the different equipment. So we have the Wellman chair. The which, Wellman chair. What yes, is that? It's, it's actually it was named after Mark Wellman. He's the one that actually made the chair. He's actually climbed Yosemite in the chair and he's in a wheelchair. So anybody can use it, but it's, it's designed for people in wheelchairs. So you would transfer them from their chair to our Wellman chair and it's attached on the belay and there's a backup belay and then there's a pulley system with an ascender. Hmm. So they just use the pulley and the ascender or their arms to pull them up the wall. Wow. And then would that be a chair that could be modified for an adult or a child or is it just an it's adult? All, it's adjustable. Mm -hmm. oh. So we can adjust the, the harnesses and whatnot. So, And then there's different levels from that. We have an easy seat, which is if they just need, instead of a harness, it's mm -hmm. just the bottom portion. So if they don't need much back support, really, um, they could do that. And then they can still use the pulley system or they can just use their hands, kind of, they call it campusing, where you're doing just your arms. So for different kiddos of different levels in terms of strength and coordination mm -hmm. and ability, if a child maybe isn't in a chair but yet lots of real low upper body strength mm -hmm. then would you select something like the easy chair maybe to start with or would just the harness hold them enough oh the harness may hold them enough and then we also have a chest harness we can add to a regular harness oh. that just kind of keeps them a little bit straighter and closer to the wall so does the belayer help control how much the person has to really grip and how much the person's struggling with that or not or? it can't the belayer can help the climber up the wall it for children really well anybody but you can help anybody up the wall it's it's a pulley Gotcha. Essentially. And then we also, with adaptive, we do partner climbs. You actually have somebody next to you climbing. So the adaptive climber would be climbing up the wall with the partner climber. They may need help placing their foot. They may need help knowing which hold to grab or which hold to step onto. They just may need a hand on their back to keep them pushed into the wall. Sometimes they just like having somebody with them. Oh, so just a friend? Like yeah. a buddy? A lot of them like friends. I got it. So it's like a buddy climb or partner we climbing? We call it partner climbing, yeah. And a lot of times it's they just meet their foot's not at an angle because of their physical ability or their Whatever. impairment. Right. They just may need their foot to stay on a hold. So oh. you can just you can help keep their foot where it needs to be. Gotcha. Or, you know, if they're not able to hold themselves up, you can help them by pushing on their back just to keep them closer to the wall. So you help their balance. Is there a certain training that you've got to have to be a partner climber? No. No. So just mm -hmm. somebody who's kind of familiar and knows what they're doing, I, I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody who would work at the gym. This is not like a foreign thing. You could walk into any gym and say, hey, I think my child would be interested in do this, but do y'all have a partner that could help with that? Now, just Fine. walking in on a daily basis, we don't have that available because I don't staff for it. Our adaptive nights, mm -hmm. so we can close the gym and just host these nights. Now, we have our own equipment now, so it can be available, but the Wellman chair does take three people to operate. Yeah. So if I was just a family to know what questions to ask, so do you have an adaptive climbing night or do you have times when I could come in a schedule, special time to come in? My child has these types of needs. Are those the right types of questions? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you can come in. We've had like a cerebral palsy or somebody with MS that the families came in. Right. And they said, well, us four are climbing, but this child's not climbing. And we're like, why not? And they were very surprised that their child could actually climb. They needed to see that as well. I'm like, of course they can climb. Anybody can climb. So that's kind of where it, like, it gets started. <laughs> the idea of seeing those two families come in just on a normal gym. The is one that family where the idea came from? All right. Yeah, because there's this. a need. And there's a need in the area because Fort Bragg is actually um, one of the bases where they'll send military families with needs. Right. So, 
the EMFP. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, definitely. So, so between Fort Bragg and Fayetteville, we are there's a need for it in the area. There is, and I think one of the one of the blessings about living here is the fact that we do have so many kids. For somebody like myself who have the opportunity to work with, and so many families have the opportunity to work with, and then one of the nice things that happens in the community is places like Triangle Rock Climbing Club see the need, identify, and then meet the need, which is like mm-hmm. such a good people it, to partner with. It's so much fun, and yeah. just to see actually not the kids so much, but the parents at the last event. I mean, this one mama was crying. So tell me the story of how it all got started. Like I said, we saw the needs with the two families. And so, so we the started talking. literally just came in and they weren't, one child wasn't climbing and you're like, what? We can do this. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So we and started talking. We started talking and um, actually mm-hmm. Duke Adaptive Climbing. It started with Duke Physical Therapy students and Duke Outdoor and they formed Duke Adaptive Climbing. So we started talking with them. And their mission statement is just for the Triangle area, but they didn't see why we couldn't start it down here. So they were able to help us with questions and kind of guide us in where we needed to go. And they offered to help us out with our first event with their equipment. Well, before we had that, we did go up to one of their events just to see Uh, how it went. And we volunteered. How smart. Very good. So you went and like just some of your staff? It's actually myself and a member. And then the next time, two members went up. And they're the ones that are helping with starting that training. uh Uh, I think training and doing it's key. And yeah, and one of the members is actually um, a special needs teacher. Oh, wow. So awesome. And she works in the area. So she has some background there. And um, then one of our members is just passionate about climbing. So we went up there and then we decided, I'm all about, let's just go do it and we'll work the tweaks out later. So let's get it on the books and let's get this program started. Duke said they'd come down and help us just with their equipment. And we had asked for volunteers. And so we get our other members or friends to come in and help. Anybody that wants to climb can volunteer. That's fantastic. Um, and we just did the event. So what was the event? Was it like a couple of hours or how did yeah. that work? On Sundays, we close at 6. So we had the event from 6 to 6.30 to 8.30. And we opened it up just for the families. That night, we had eight climbers and 12 volunteers. Awesome. So that was your first night. What happened from there? We had interest. So mm-hmm. we decided let's do it at least quarterly mm-hmm. with the goal is to move it monthly. I think eight climbers. I don't know about you, but eight climbers to me sounds like a lot of interest. It sounds like a lot of interest. And Duke caps theirs at nine. They don't. They, oh, my gosh. They do not. I mean, that says a lot for the fact that a lot of people interested in this. And that's your mm-hmm. first night out? That was our first night out. That's awesome. So there was interest. Wow. So Huge we ran interest. with our quarterly. Yeah. So our second event was September. Wow. So now you're on a quarterly schedule. Well, I decided to move it up to six weeks. Yes. So Very nice. Yes. So we just had September and we had 14 climbers and we had 34 volunteers. Good heavens. That's fantastic. So then when's your next event? In December 11th. But in between the first event and the second event, we did our fundraising. And so Uh we raised our own money and we purchased the equipment. And so our second event, we had our own equipment. So then for somebody who's listening, who just has a gym and thinks, I've never even heard of adaptive climbing. This Mm -hmm. sounds really cool. What was the expense or the difficulty with buying the equipment? Do you think that was pretty easy? What do you think? Mm -hmm. Because you already have the manufacturers that you're working with anyways. Um, Misty Mountain is the one that makes the Wellman chair. Right. And they make harnesses. So it may be one of your suppliers anyways. And they have the chest harnesses and the easy seat. And then we raised $1,600 and that included our equipment and t-shirts. 
Because we give our volunteers a t-shirt. Yeah, I was going to say, I love a free t-shirt. That's a good time. So when we'll put in the show notes the the vendors that you're talking about, too, so that if people are interested, they can look them up and we'll put uh, like the links to it and stuff like that. So just in case you're running and listening to this podcast at the same time, when you get home, you can pull the show, show notes up. So what's the reaction of some of the people? Like what age a child would be appropriate to start with some rock climbing? Just in general, there's no age limit. For Triangle Rock Club, most of our programs start like birthdays at four, our kids groups at six we have five-year-olds in there i have a two-year-old that will put a harness on and we'll go up the wall you are kidding me no a two-year-old a two-year-old well that's perfect because there's no fear anyway there's no age limit so for a child is there any difference for a child with special needs no i mean because our first event we did have i want to say that they were five or six like kindergarten sure and i think the oldest one right now is 24 so do you know some of the diagnoses of people that came? Did they share with you some of that for the family? The first event, it was a lot of autism. The second event, one was um, nonverbal. He went nonstop all night long. Um, <laughs> we've had cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis. Were there any kids, based on their diagnosis, who couldn't participate? No. Everybody can participate. It. We had one girl that signed up, and the whole night she was saying, no climb, very adamantly, no really? climb. And... She ended up by the end of the night going into the the Wellman chair and going up the wall. And she attempted to touch the wall in just the top rope area. That's awesome. So her mom was very impressed. So, But she also needs to get comfortable with stuff. So her mom may be bringing her in just to see the gym and then maybe next week to come touch and exactly. stuff like that. So, But it wasn't that she couldn't climb. She just was choosing not to. But the gentleman that was in a wheelchair, I think his was, was a spinal injury. Mm-hmm. And so he was able to go into the Wellman chair and do the pulley system. A lot of the other kids, a lot of low tone mm-hmm. in their legs. Um, a lot of times when they can't go high in the wall, they'll go into the easy or the Wellman chair just to get the height and they all think it's fun so it's kind of like a ride (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) but once they would go into this one child once he would go into the wellman chair he would climb higher on the wall oh yeah that's great he got up a couple of times and his mom couldn't believe that he made it up to the top of the wall a couple of times yeah focus is just incredible because they just they want to do more and they're having fun so when you say they're focused like they're just the focus to stay with the activity Mm mm-hmm Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, rock climbing in general is supposed to help with ADD or ADHD. Correct. How about parents and their reaction? You talked a little bit about that, but any special parent stories or reaction from those? I had a couple of criers um, for the moms mm-hmm. just because they were, they were really happy. They're well, just really pleased and they're grateful that there's this opportunity for their child. Any opportunity for a child with any type of special need to excel in an area is an opportunity to explore. Just because a lot of times a lot of our little families might be told, oh, no, you can't. Or they hit a lot of various obstacles just in real life because it's hard to adapt and... It's a lot of work to live your life daily with a disability. And so I think when you have an activity where you can excel and maybe be better than maybe your siblings in or, or climb higher than your siblings mm-hmm. or, or whoever, mom or dad, whatever, right. then um, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Are there certain people with certain diagnoses, like, for example, people who are visually impaired versus people who may be motorically impaired, that where they have to, where they have to split the climbing nights up or can it just be an all for one there's it not really a way to, there's, is there a need for that? Um, not at the moment. Um, we can do it all in one, but we can split it up. We did have the, um, I think it was the Vision Resource Center. Um, oh, yeah. They came in, they've done an event before. Part of our team building, our kids groups, we do blindfolded climbing. So that, <laughs> that's yeah. just a good skill to have. Really? Um, now, why is that the case? We have to focus on the trust. You're using your other senses. And if you can't see, 
then you can't also see the ground. It gets people either it gets them a little bit more fearful, but it'll take that fear away a little bit. Mm-hmm. But team building, you have to help get your person up. So if you are visually impaired, you can still do the. Cl- you just feel around. You just have to use. You feel around, or you help your belayer can tell you right hand to a clock. You oh, know, yeah. You know, right above your head, wow. or right foot up. How which, awesome is that for like just following directions and focusing mm-hmm. on what somebody's saying. And a lot of times on the wall, you can't see the rocks beneath you anyway. So people will help you. Like, hey, there's a hold right to your right or to your left. Don't you grab that? Yeah. But we could probably do special nights if we need to, like wounded warriors. Mm-hmm. But I know in Fayetteville, it's, rock climb is a pretty big sport in this area. Mm-hmm. So we have it's nice weather popular. too, though, so you can get outside. And You can. One of my most favorite things about today is, number one, a family came in and the child you know, wasn't able to participate. And you're like, we can do this. Yes. Like, I love that. Like, we can do this. All yes. they can do. Like, yeah, I got this. I love that. And then I like the fact that y'all went and did it. You know, mm-hmm. I think as therapists, when you are asking families to do things, because that's what we're doing, you know, in therapy, we are doing stuff with the kids and then we're giving them things for them to do at home to carry over the stuff. Correct. So I always tell therapists, hey, look, you need to go do the same activity. If you're recommending certain things, go do it. Try it. Yes. Yeah. So I love that y'all went and did the whole thing at Duke and then came back and brought it here. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously taken off. That's very exciting. I think we'll come to your next situation. Can no. we be an appointed like belayer? I can just put that across my chest. Like I'm a belayer and I need to keep my feet on the ground here. <laughs> as long as you know how to belay. But yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> if you come in ahead of time, we may be able to teach you really quickly. Can I be like the cheer? Yes, you can definitely be the cheer and you can be a partner climber. Do you find that though with families who come in with their kids? Do the parents start doing it also? Or what? how does that well, work? Well, we had a father ask if he could just learn how to belay so he could belay his son. Right. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Do a lot of the parents then also like, hey, like I, I can think I can do this too. Do you find that to be a trend or? Um, yes, because they'll start out with belaying. Mm-hmm. And the one mom already knew how to belay. So she's one of our volunteers as well. And her, her child's climbing somewhere else and she's volunteering as a belayer. But once you start belaying your child, then you're going to want to climb. Mm. So tell me just overall some of the benefits of rock climbing. We said focus, attention. I mean, even if you're given directions, blindfolded or not, I'm sure even not blindfolded, mm-hmm. you might need some directions from down below. But what are some of the other benefits? Well, it's a total body workout. Hmm. So if you have that low muscle tone, you're going to tone up your muscles. The finger strength and the grip strength, is that OT? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to get that and you're going to build up those tendons and ligaments along with your muscles because muscles will go a lot faster than your tendons and ligaments. And then you get your forearms, but then you're going to get that upper body and you have to use your feet when you're climbing. Really? Yes. People hmm. don't believe that. It's not hmm. upper body. Women are better technical climbers because we have to use our feet. We cannot muscle up. Right. So it, that's where you get that full body because you'll start using muscles you didn't know you had. And I would think also like strategy and planning. It's a puzzle. It really is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There isn't a one way, There's, right way up, is there? Sometimes there is one way up there. Oh, but you got to figure it out. You have to figure oh, it out. Oh, golly. Yeah. Yeah. You may have to turn your body a certain way. You know, if you turn your right hip in, you can reach your right arm higher to help you get up that wall. One of my most favorite thoughts about this is because, you know, the kids are in a harness and there is a belayer there, so they're not going to fall and hurt themselves. Even on the free climb wall, you still. Yeah. Which we haven't actually ventured out into the bouldering right. for this just because. We don't want them falling. Right. No, that makes sense. We don't want them scared. So we've only done top roping. Right. And so um, I love that because on one of our bike riding camps this past summer, we do a bike biking camp every summer at PDT Mm -hmm. and for our kids to teach them a bike riding skills. And we work on it in therapy too. Anyway, but we had one little fellow who was doing really well, but he just let go of the handlebars. And when he, when it did, of course, the wheel shifted to the side and Mm -hmm. then we had somebody standing right there. He didn't fall on the ground or anything, but he, the bike fell. Mm -hmm. And I just remember the look on his face, like, 
what? I have to hold on to You have to hold on. Like, I'm in control of this. And his whole demeanor, his whole body, everything about him changed 100%. It's like a little light bulb went off in his head and was like, well, nobody told me I had to hold on. Mm -hmm. You know? And so I love, like, the being in control of your body and also having some control. Because a lot of our little kids, there's not many places in their life where they have a lot of control and say so. Right. It seems like rock climbing would enable that. Yes. And then when they do fall, they realize that the blayer has them, that little bit of trust there. So they fall. Mm -hmm. But then when you let go, like, I better hold on or... You are going to fall. Yeah. (laughs) But you're on belay, so you won't fall to the ground. Right, right, right. But I'm no longer there. Mm -hmm. If I want to get back there, I better do something different. Yes. I just think that's awesome because, like, even at the end of a therapy session, I'll have kids, like, help me move a mat to the side or help me move a swing over. Just using their body, using their own muscles to just move Mm -hmm. something functionally around the room has so much value mm-hmm. and moving their body up a wall a lot of value mm-hmm. yeah and then look i can do that i can do yeah. that and i just got higher than my brother did the two of the brothers that's all they talk about now is rock climbing really? so they want to do it more and more and their parents don't know what to get them for christmas so they actually may be getting memberships for christmas that's because great. they are talking about it so much really that's <laughs> they, awesome. they are enjoying it yes what do y'all have on the horizon besides moving your adaptive rock climbing to six weeks instead of every, every six weeks yeah quarter you're gonna keep on going Keep meeting, on doing meeting yeah. the needs of the community. Yeah, and, and the way that we'll you see do. where it goes from here. It's gone a lot faster than we were anticipating. Are you going to put in a Ninja Warrior course? We do have a small fitness area in the really? back, so we have a pull-up station with some atomic holds, um, mm. and we have a climbing rope. And actually, our we do quarterly membership appreciation nights. Our mm-hmm. last two events, we did have a mini Warrior course. Did you really? We did, hmm. which was very popular. It is. What's an atomic hold? It's a manufacturer, but they make oh. different holds like cones or like it's an ice cream shape or oh, rings, yes. different grips to do like pull-ups. Before we wrap up, you know, I'm a speech therapist. A lot of times we just don't think about moving as much with our kiddos and stuff and about how important movement is. So how would for rock climbing and a speech therapist, we might think that's an OTPT thing. We don't have to do it. But is there any communication that would work with rock climbing situation? Well, the layer and the climber do need to communicate and there actually are commands. What are some of the commands? Just to start, the climber would say on belay. The blayer says belay on. Then the climber would say climb on. The climber cannot start climbing up the wall if the blayer is not paying attention. So basically that's to say, hey, look, I'm climbing. And no, the other going. one's like, hey, look, I'm holding on. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and if they get all the way up to the top, the climber would say, take. And the blayer would take that slack out and say, got you. That way they know that they're ready to lower. So those are basic climbing commands. But as you're going up the wall, the blayer can help guide the climber up. With the blindfold, blindfold climbing, right. you can let them know where the holds are and different right. moves they might be able to do. That's very cool. So on your adaptive climbing nights, are you teaching the kids those commands? We haven't started teaching them the commands right now. As long as people are communicating together, we're not stickler on saying the actual commands. So if they just say, hey, don't start climbing until I'm ready, you know, look at me at least. Right. At least get that little bit of communication. Yeah, no, start I could there. see the... I but could... we can progress there and we can we can go there. Yeah, for like your little nonverbal fella mm-hmm. who was climbing all over the place, mm-hmm. that might be a good motivator to be more verbal. Ah, thank you so much for your time. This has been great. Thank you for having me. So. Yeah, I love, love talking talk- about climbing. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. You're very passionate about it and very excited. And I love how you met the challenge. And so I think for all OTs, PTs, and speech therapists out there, this is an activity that all of our little people or big people or ourselves can do. I love that. I just think it's a great functional activity. Get these little people moving in a functional way. Use their body. That's what therapy is all about anyway, so that they graduate from us and they don't need us anymore. And then I think this is just an activity we can partner with to encourage it and get them so that they don't need us anymore. That's the name of the game. Mm -hmm. 
Do you have a website for Triangle Rock Club? We do. What it's, is your website? Um, www.trianglerockclub.com. And then through that, you can learn about mm -hmm. adaptive climbing. And then is there like a national rock climbing website or anything nationally that people could, just if they want more information, do you know good resources there? Well, USA Climbing is for the children. And, mm -hmm. and that's where they'll have, for the kids, they do have the adaptive climbing now into their nationals. So from our website, you can, uh, workingtherapist.com or pediatricdt.com, we'll have links to your website, but then you can also just go to the Triangle Rock Club website. Mm -hmm. And then also you said USA Climbing, lots of good resources, lots of good ideas. I love being the challenge. I think you'll definitely inspire gyms and other areas to do the same thing. It's a very inspiring and exciting story. And just the response is just awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tamara. I really do appreciate it again. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll catch you next time on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 